What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode number 10. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. Joined with my co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, founder Chad Rice on the microphone tonight. And the man, the mythological creature, Mr. Ed Stewart, is back on the podcast tonight. We're super excited to get to talk to him about all things hunting, how his season's going so far. Lord knows what stories he's going to tell us. And on top of that, if you didn't know, this man has a degree in theology. And I'm super excited to get to ask him some questions about whether or not hunting is biblical and whether or not hunting is a sin. So let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty good through these mics. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Yeah. Be like Charlie Puth and just start putting a bunch of... Stuff. Oh yeah, that was a that was an E flat. <laughs> what? That That's what Charlie that put Yeah, it was an underwater. E flat. It, was a, it was an E. It was an E flat and it was an E flat mixed with a C. He, you know, he can really do that. Yeah, he's, it's a it's a it's a legitimate condition. He can fart in tune. No, no, like, no, no, no. He, he can like, tell you the note of like, anything to the like. Very specific. Yeah, the, the actual term is called a uh, perfect pitch. And he could do it since he was like nine or twelve. Yeah. My uh, my I guess you could say cousin in law, the the guy that lives in Nashville, uh, he has it. It doesn't matter what you do. He says it bothers the living heck out of him. He said because that's the first thing he thinks of of everything he hears. Mm. Is what note it is. So if he hears an annoying sound, he said, Boy, I wish that G flat would stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Apparently, these people make very good producers. They do. They, it, dude, he's talented, man. Charlie is, Puth is, is he the one that is in the music industry? You know. Yeah, it, Andrew. The one that did our uh, opening song. Yep, intro opening songs done by him. Shout out to Andrew Solomon. We need to put some vocals to it. He's got vocals for it already. I'll we do need. the vocals. Yeah, I'd love to Wait hear that. Yeah, the, the Crazy Quartet. The <laughs> That's pretty good. We need to find different calibers that harmonize together. <laughs> That's that'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or we can do fart noises. We can. <laughs> can you give me a B minor who's, and a fart? Who's farting in lead? <laughs> <laughs> who's farting soprano? Yeah, I was just saying that. I'll, I'll fart the backup. You need to go bass fart. Yeah, ba- <laughs> Oh jeez. Oh my no, god. My off. little girl, I do it all the time and I always blame her. Now she's got to where she does it and she thinks it's hilarious. For real? Yeah, dude. She fired like six off in a row the other day. He's just like <laughs> I'm like, this kid can fart on command. <laughs> Uh, to this that's day, hilarious. that's my son. My son, he uh, bent down and ba- pick. We bought a puppy. <laughs> then he bent down and picked it up and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I call him out. You? I call him out. Man. I do too. I said, Was that you? And he looked back at me laughing. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah my wife's always looking at me like, Oh, my wife, yeah, she hates it, dude. And honey, I'm like, babe, there's more room out than there is in. I'm Honey's, letting it go. Honey always goes, Dad. I don't care where I'm at. If I got to turn one loose, I oh, got to yeah. turn one loose. Yeah. Do you my- have to. You can put the silencer on it. Just, I mean, but it's, it's got to come out. Yeah. I have almost completely mastered the silent fart. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. 
It's a true story. Until everybody's like, yeah. Now, <laughs> someone shot their now, pants. Are you recording this? Yeah, it's being recorded. <laughs> we started. Right now. Yeah, okay. we started. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I I am nice enough that if I know I'm having some rotten gut issues, I'll be polite to those around me if I'm in like. Like give them like a. Yeah. Fix them. Fire like, one off. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Plug them nostrils. It's coming yeah, out. Yeah, plug the nostrils, people. Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Have you ever, uh, I forget who asked me it, but it was like, um, would you rather f- only fart really loud and uh, I like, you can't smell it or you you fart and so, no one hears it, but everyone smells no, it? Have like, you heard about this? I like hearing it. <laughs> so you can like really oh, I love to I love to let my wife hear you know but uh, <laughs> oh, have you too, heard have you heard have you heard, have you heard that like after you gut a deer like all of your farts afterwards for a while start to smell, smell like, like you know I've thought that the cavity of the guts of the deer I don't know if I I've thought that. that there's a lot of people that are like they have it's I don't got know a what smell you call that it's got a like very a, distinct smell but it's not like a poop smell no but there are people out there who are like man i just got it a deer my fart smells just like the guts of this deer why would you that 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 would not be so i ain't like uh. (laughs) no but i'm saying like after you gut a deer there's distinct sound i i do i do believe that theory Uh, have y'all heard of this you never heard of this? Okay. <laughs> fart smell. No, so, but I'm, I'm no, dude. Serious. I think I honestly think you're right a little bit because the last time we got it, I got it a deer with Terry, dude. I got I let one rip, bro, and I was like, that smells familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That taint smells like dead deer. <laughs> so Lord uh, have mercy. We at school we had. Uh, a communion service. No, it was a whole Holy Week service. And on Thursday night, we had a Monday Thursday service. So we had the Seder meal. And then afterwards, we did communion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all a bunch of theology students. So we're not going to sit there and pour out the juice. We got to drink it and eat all the bread because that's the holy thing to do. And uh, I drank so much grape juice the next morning. I was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Oh my God. And I started smelling grapes. I'm like, what is that? Oh my gosh, my poop smells like grapes. And then I had to text my buddy about it. I sent it to one of the administrators on accident. I texted an administrator that my poop smells like grapes. (laughs) 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 Probably, honestly. You're fine. It's pretty good. Mostly all of it, yeah. Okay, well, let's get into this daggone podcast. Yeah. Well, what's up, talking guys? about farts. We're yeah. podcasting now. Yeah, no, yeah. we're going to use all that, but it's just... Uh, <laughs> we sound like what we came here years. to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, Hunter, glad to see you back, man. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. Chad, appreciate you coming in. Ed, Thank you. the dragon. <laughs> Serious as always. That's right. He looked like... He looks good tonight. Get that Michael yeah, Jackson coat that, on, man. Got the sweet coat on. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm. Uh, that's a compliment. That's a compliment, dude, yeah, dude. I'm a big MJ fan. Me too. I never did like MJ. Well, why not? 
Not the I man, just found the music. Song's annoying. So it has nothing to do with anything else. It's just king like, of pop, bro. Dude, my wife loves Michael Jackson. Oh, I do too. There's a lot of people that do, man. <laughs> Like I miss I, him. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. <laughs> I don't throw no shade at nobody for liking. I mean, MJ. I like if I hear his music, I'll listen to it. But like, I'm not over here. Like, oh, let's turn some MJ on, dude. Tell you, New Age Michael Jackson esque. Uh, what's his name? Um, God, the weekend. Freaking drew a blank. No, the what? He 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 he's pretty good. I'm oh talking about God. uh, short dude, curly hair. Um. It's in a band called Silk Sonic. Oh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars and oh. uh, and uh, the other guy. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Yeah. You listen to those? That oh, is is Silk I'm Sonic. a huge fan of Anderson Pack. No, but I'm saying Silk Sonic. Them together? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm a huge fan of Bruno Mars. Dude, he did a... This uh, makes me want to dance. Uh, Anderson Pack did a NPR Tiny Desk concert, <laughs> man. It's oh, it's favorite. good. Yeah, it's really it's good. Yeah. He's a, he can play about any instrument. Yeah, dude. I, dude, you need to watch that. Tiny desk because he plays the drums while he sings. Yeah. It's like which is super hard to do. Well, oh Bruno can flat get it. Yeah, he can. He can cut a rug and sing. dance like James Brown, yeah. baby. And it was, I don't know, like he just like reverted back to the nineties and it's just kind of stuck. It's good, man. It's I really like it. good. Oh, I love his music. My wife went and saw them out in Vegas with her aunt. Yeah, her I'd aunt. love to see him. Her aunt takes her to all kinds of like crazy concerts like that. Dude, everyone, like everybody on the radio and my wife even spoke something about it. One of her friends trying to get tickets to Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? I saw so, somebody said they like marked themselves safe from like Taylor Swift tickets on Facebook. Okay, so <laughs> basically, because my wife got tickets, so I know all about this. To Taylor Swift? They weren't yes. that high, were they? They're no, she paid like $132 for Shame. Shame. Hey, say what you want me to do. It's T-Swift, dude. It's T-Swift. T-Swift. And it's the Eras concert, so she's playing like everything she's ever made. T-Swizzy. Because she just got out of that like big record label deal um, with whatever that guy's name was. Yeah, but I'm glad she got Who out cares? Of <laughs> you no know? one asked. She, I mean, nobody cares about I don't, her. I don't align with a lot of her whatever that she talks about, but That's her music's good. good. Her music's great, dude. Hey, you, you guys, don't have, you man don't have cards to like are being pulled right now. Thank you. You know, something funny, I actually have a man card. Do Not you? anymore, you don't. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Let me see it. It's not on me. His Actually, wife has it. His wife grabbed it. Naturally, it's not on him. His it's, wife pulled it from him, you know. It's got a Taylor Swift sticker on it. <laughs> Dude, I made one when I was in like eighth grade. A man card? Yeah. Care to make me one? Hey, <laughs> what I, I told you? this man card. <laughs> you ain't getting this back, fool. It's Put pretty it cringy, dude. Well, I made it a shatter picture upside down. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Has big muscles. Gets the ladies. Plays guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Told you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ain't that the dumbest you thing ever? Is that a legit barcode? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Scan it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like, I wonder the fact if that you was. went to as far as to <laughs> put a freaking it was a joke. It was a joke. On it. No, I think it's 
Hey, like, uh, me up, dude. I still have it. I made that when I was like in seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> Why get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, give that to your boy. I wonder uh-huh. if I mass produce some really cool looking man cards. How well they'd sell? I guarantee you, probably sell. really well. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna do that. Mancard.com. Cruiser yep. man cards. Mm-hmm. Cruiser ain't got nothing to do with this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we make saddle hunting gear. Yep. For killers. Yeah, we can't. Speaking of which, man. I know we're going to be talking about the Bible and stuff tonight. And yeah. That reminds me of uh, uh, Patrick Paysinger. Those dudes love the Lord and put their heart out there and serve others, man. Give all, give God all the glory. That dude killed two monster bucks like within like three days of each other. For real? Yeah. Um, Where's he located? He's in East Tennessee, but he's... Uh, okay. He's... Uh, part of the dead end crew dead end game calls but he killed a oh excuse me he killed a um moose uh daggum moose for east tennessee uh 180 inch gross which nets are for fish so we won't even say the net score um and then he killed another one in missouri last week or no three days ago this past weekend he killed the one in East Tennessee last night and then one, the other one on Saturday. Gosh. And the one in Missouri, I think, went over 170. Goodness gracious. I know, lucky dog. Yeah, dude. I can't even get a spike. You could have got one tonight. Yeah, I could have. But here you are. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty crazy. I, I was going to kill him. But. Yeah. We rattled him in. With a bunch of other little guys, and he grunted. He came in grunting, man. That was cool. Yeah. Is that the first time you ever heard a grunt in the woods? Yeah, I actually think so. Yeah, yeah, which was pretty cool. It's like a bat. Yeah, it's exact. I hear him all the time, <laughs> you know, but I'm the one doing it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. not the most successful day, but we had a good time. I don't know, man. It seems like uh, our area is really not. I don't know if we missed it. Did we miss it? We didn't miss it. It's uh, the weather. I mean, you've touched on it. Uh, it's just being, you just got to be where they're running. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I was to We're talking it. about the rut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I've talked to people that's like us and it's like, dude, I ain't seen Jack. <laughs> and then I've talked to other people like, dude, it's been nonstop for me. Yeah. yeah. I've had some pretty good action. Saturday, saw six bucks. About five or six to that was the most action I've ever had in a singular day. Like everywhere I've been hunting, it's been like basically non existent. I mean, I've yeah, seen deer, same. but like just a normal trickle in before dark and you know, nothing like rut related, I would call. Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't been able to hunt very much because this stupid eyeball that I've got, but um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been. Probably four times in the past five weeks. So Goodness yeah, it's kind of sucks. But I haven't got to go much at and all. Then, I've been more than that. But and then and then missed probably 130 inch eight pointer last week at like 15 yards because I can't see out of my right I was eye. Very to say well. because of the bum eye. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. But he was not chasing does. He came out and. Uh, there was like five minutes illegal left and he made a scrape and then, uh, how I was hunting over a decoy, which is the first time 
I've ever hunted over a decoy this year. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool experience because I had some smaller bucks come in and so hang do you out. think yeah. that the decoy did attract him? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because range. like it, it, the decoy, like I'm facing my tree and I'm looking out over this small little uh, uh, field in this like 30 some 38 acres or whatever in my neighborhood like it's an urban spot but um and it's kind of like a transition corridor between two other blocks of timber that are probably equally about the same um and they've just put like houses on the roads you know so these deer come in and uh where i'm hunting is actually old nursery and the deer will funnel through there and go to other blocks of timber right on the other sides of the roads. But uh, this small little field is like right in the center of the 38 acres. And anyway, the decoy was out at 25 yards, say, to my 10 o'clock from the tree. And then the the buck came out at about 2 o'clock. He made a scrape, uh, two scrapes actually, and then – he saw the decoy and then he came around behind me to get downwind of the decoy. And uh I've been using some scent from uh um old, Dan, in, Dan. old Indian tricks. Yeah, old Indian tricks. Uh um Cutter juice. Rookum juice. What's Dan's Rookum. last name? I can't remember. DeWitt. Dan DeWitt, DeWitt yes. Yeah. He's the man. He's got some good but, stuff. Yeah, his stuff is really good. And honestly, that deer got downwind of me. And the decoy, like right when he hit the downwind stream, that decoy, like, you know, I had sprayed some of that, like some rotten, what is it? What's Rookum. Rookum. Rookum juice. And then I sprayed the uh, Seymour deer on him. Oh. Yeah. Just to kind of give him a deer smell and like rotten buck smell. And uh, so that buck came in and like 15 yards away and uh, he stood there for a good three minutes and I drew back and. You know, because my vision is like, I probably got like 50, 40, 50% vision in my right eye right now. And drew back, and because that's my dominant eye, I was closing it and opening it. And what I didn't see, though, was the tree right next to me had a grapevine, like kind of dipping down. And But the pen and the peep were perfect on the deer's vitals, and just unfortunately that grapevine got in the way, and Diverted my arrow, and that deer ran off and blew to the next county. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> haven't that seen him since. <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen it now on thirty-eight acres, like a small track like that. It's you know, it's when when they get spooked like that, they're they're not coming back for a while. So maybe not. Well, I ha- I've got a couple cameras on that property. I haven't seen them. So, right, you know, Dang. yeah. Mike Michael missed one. Last week. Buck? Big eight. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he, I think he said he counted him at 30 yards and he was actually like 25. What, he just get tore up or what? He wasn't even done getting set up. I don't think he had enough time to range it is what he told me. Yeah, yeah, he just. Just misguessed the yardage. Yeah. But. um, Which happens the best of us. Yeah, it does. I've done that. Yeah. A bunch, but I think that's probably one of the main reasons why I didn't take a shoot a shot at that spike we saw today. It's just because I didn't know exactly what the range was yet. I try to keep my range as close as I possibly can. I usually what I normally do is I'll like yeah, the moment get I get a in the tree, bearings. yeah, and then I'll I'll have a really good general idea of what the yardage was. But 
he stepped out at a point where I didn't really know the the range. And then I had, I had already gotten the range of a different point, but he wasn't quite to it. Yeah. Quite to it. And then by the time he like got there, he was just like staring us down. Well, hard. the thing is, is we were both in the same tree and yeah. I was filming and you know, he kind of silhouetted me and kind of had us pegged. Mm-hmm. And I was watching him through the viewfinder of the camera while Wesley was trying to grab his bow. And I was like, don't move. Yeah. Okay, grab your bow. Don't yeah. move. <laughs> grab your bow. Don't move. And then it was pretty funny. By the, by the time he like quit looking at us, he walked to like 40 yards. And yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I was having a hard time getting all my stuff set up. Uh, Chad accidentally broke my gear strap. And I was like, well, don't worry. I got a backup. And so I had like a screw on. That's pretty And uh, I get the screw on in and that broke. And I was like, don't worry. I got another backup. <laughs> yeah, he screwed, he screwed the, he screwed the uh, hook in and he got it all the way almost set. And then he just like twisted it <laughs> <A little> off. <laughs> yeah. He showed it to me. And it was like, we were laughing about it. And then, and then I was like, dude, why don't you put it on the tree next to you? And the other gear hanger he had. It wouldn't fit all the way around, so I had to paracord and kind of made him one real quick. But yeah, we finally got set up. It was it was a it was a good time. We were in a good spot though. I just yeah. think uh, our wind was going back and forth. Yeah, it was kind of it was. I think we were in that like we were on the leeward side, so you know how a heavy wind can kind of create that vortex oh, tunnel. Swirling. And I think we were sitting right in that, mm. so it's kind of shifting our wind back and forth. Uh, I mean, we still had four deer come in and yeah literally right when we walked nothing, in we saw it was either a button buck or a doe yeah nothing blue nothing got spooked except yeah. for seeing us you know but um it's still a good hunt yeah that no, was good we yeah, got some good right. intel yeah to uh go to a different spot yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> we don't need to hunt that spot for a while yeah well Hunter, uh, there's how's nothing the, in there how's your season going so far Cause we haven't we haven't gotten to talk to you about it in no oh, man it's two weeks week. been really slow actually um I've I've been going not through the week at all but last Saturday you know it was pouring the rain it was freaking cold yeah buddy I uh, I had a little buck and a doe come under me I could have shot him fifteen hundred times but I mean as far as that goes. <clears throat> I was packing a bow, but Mm -hmm. other than that, I ain't seen much or had much in range. Yeah. Seen some does. Man, I just ain't seen no no chasing. Yeah. Well, you showed us a trail cam video a minute ago. Yeah, my dad sent me some videos this evening of, I mean. Man, I really think. Some bucks getting with it. I think really for our area where we're at, I think it's just starting to get good. I think so. I talked to another guy at work, and uh, he lives over there down towards me a little bit, and yeah. he's seen uh, a really good buck two or three days ago on his way home, dogging a doe pretty hard. Yeah, well, Bobby, uh, he's the guy that does our packing and stuff. Uh, he was telling us, like, he watches does every morning out behind his house, but he said he hasn't seen the first buck. He said this morning he saw a buck chasing the does. So. Well, there's probably... Might be a dose trying to come in then. Yeah. I hope you're right. I mean, because we get to bust out the... The big dogs. The big yeah, dogs. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I'm pumped yeah, about rifles, that. Rifle yeah. season finally starts, man. 
This will be, I mean, I loaded my muzzleloader and I never packed it the first time. For real? No, I packed my bow the whole time. I was packing both. I'll be honest, though. I'll probably carry uh, both into the tree. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll still have my bow in my truck, but I'm, I'm over know. this. Yeah. I'm ready to reach out and touch one. And you can kill a doe with a rifle this year, one. You could last year, but you had to have the 094 license. But this year, you don't. Yep. <laughs> you okay? That sounded like it hurt. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah. You do, uh, previous years, you had to have a 094 license, but I guess TWRA nixed that. So That's good to know. Which is good, because why should we have to pay for another doe tag? You shouldn't. Exactly. We pay enough anyways. You should oh, be able to kill more than one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. the thing I don't understand. Well, you can yeah. in different units, but unit yeah. B is one. Yeah, one. Which is better than none. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little frustrating. Hey, if there's you anybody guys out there. You buy your hunting license? If, if, <laughs> you definitely should, Ed. If there's anyone Ed? out there listening to this in unit L that wants to let us hunt some. Please do. And do some Please. doe patrol. Yeah. We'll, we'll that's all. That's it. Yeah. If I Kyle comes out, come we'll take care of it too. Yeah. That's, uh, I've honestly, we've gotten more pictures of cows than we have deer almost in the last three or four weeks. Dude, I haven't gotten any pictures of coyotes in the last. We just get videos. Like all, se- well, well, all season until the last couple of days, man. And they're, I don't know. They're everywhere. Yeah. I had the wildest. And I'm talking about in my neighborhood. Action. So this was early August. Right yeah. when my food was coming in, I sold a bunch of greens and whatnot. And these dang coyotes, I got probably 14 in one day. Jeez, just son. packing through there. And there was... It might have been the same coyote just 14 times, walking back and forth in front of your camera. <laughs> it could have been, but yeah. there was a group. Oh, okay. And I wasn't... I don't do drugs. So that wasn't the issue. <laughs> you weren't tripping, are you? <laughs> well, I hadn't been hitting the head either. Yeah. So that wasn't the issue. Now, these things are like house dogs. They were sitting there in my plot playing. They were yeah. bedded down. One of them found a beer can right in the woods. Yeah. Playing with it. Yeah. Playing with it. Thing yeah around. I'm like, what a goof. Dude, I yeah. had one freaking pinch one off right in the middle of a mineral site. On, really? Yeah, I like video. <laughs> Pinch one off, huh? Yeah. Because my oh. dad was like, look at this son of a gun. <laughs> like, we need to set some traps. I got some foot traps. Yeah. Dude, like. I do too, man. I need to. You need but to there's work. a trap in season. Like, you can't do it out of season, though, can you? You can trap coyotes year-round. Can you? I didn't know that. Okay. Coyotes, possums, and coons now. Okay. Bobcat and fox, there's. You can yeah, only. Yeah, season. Yeah, you can only okay. kill one bobcat. I'm at, I actually think, what's today's day? Yeah, because legally you're supposed to carry a 17. catch pole. That Two days ago it started. Off game. Oh, really? Speaking of bobcat, I seen a big bobcat um, Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. Big bobcat. So it like come out. We heard one quacking tonight, I think. No. This thing come <laughs> out. That's a nod at you. No, but I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I think we heard one quacking tonight. Quack. This thing come out. You guys ever heard one quack? Yeah, we have. <laughs> Tonight we did. <laughs> Continue on. Sorry. Anyway, sorry. All right, all right. You're good. PTSD. You're good. You've heard, have you heard his quack and bobcat story? Bro, I was here. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Did I tell that on the podcast? Yeah, you oh, did. Good. I think twice. That's great. You and Justin. Oh. But anyways, this thing come out <laughs> and like, it was like, I was watching it through my binoculars and like, it come out and sat down and it was like, nodding out. Like going to sleep <laughs> and I'm like, dang, yeah. this thing's been up all night, tired or something. And uh, so it walked a little further and it sat down again, like dozed off. Dude, all of a sudden, it just like got up and was like freaking jumping around everywhere, and it jumped up on this log. And you know how cats will do, like they scratch their little yeah. And it was like freaking all sharp in its claws. Yeah. Well, I lost sight of it, and about ten minutes later, I caught something out of the corner of my eye, and I thought it was a deer that went by, and I put my binoculars. Is that stupid bobcat? It was like jumping up trying to catch this bird and all kinds of stuff. He was going <laughs> just hanging out with show, you. Yeah. Huh? If I'd had a camera, it would have been awesome footage. You do have a camera. You ain't taking it with you? <laughs> dude, no, it rained hardcore that morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. But um, was that last Saturday? Yes. Okay. And it, oh, my gosh, I about froze to death. Ooh, yeah, Saturday evening, same thing. Dude. I got to get some good camo, man. Bad. Go but, talk to uh, Terry, man. Yeah. I'll get you the hookup. I really like that Badlands stuff in the first lot. Well, I get a discount on first lot, but. But uh, this thing wasn't, he wasn't really long, but dude, thick. Like his belly was like, had to Pretty be close big. to dragging thick the ground. Thick as a country biscuit, huh? Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> a big old thick bobcat. Wasn't real long, but. I saw, I saw a bobcat during Velvet. Just passing through. But, dude, I had my first ever experience with coyotes running off deer while I was in CWD unit a couple weeks ago. Oh, they will. Oh, dude, I was so frustrated. Dude, I was hunting out on uh, Tucker Ridge one time. Oh, that's a good place. That's a good place. Um, And I was set up, like, on this on the edge of a ridge, kind of down off the top a little bit. And, dude, there's this doe just come Booking hauling tail, son. I was like, oh my gosh, what in the world's going on? And then next thing I know, there's two coyotes right behind her, and I I, I, I basically yell, hey, like that, real loud. <laughs> and it stopped right there, and I, I shot at it and killed it, killed one of them anyway. Yeah. I've, 25 uh, yards or something. I that was crazy. That, that was my first experience with coyotes running deer, but dude, she was hauling. <laughs> the first one I ever killed, I killed with a muzzleloader. And uh, I killed it and shot it and reloaded. And I'm telling you, it wasn't five or ten minutes. Here come a pretty decent buck out. And he got out there and I shot and killed him. I bet he didn't <laughs> fall. They was five far, five yards apart from each other. That's awesome. It was wild. Dude, I saw uh, it. was like an Instagram video. I don't remember who it was. But they, uh, they killed a buck. And uh, they heard coyotes and like in the distance, and he literally said on camera, he's like, watch, I'm going to walk up to this buck, and it's going to be eaten. They walk up, and the whole back hind was just completely that gone. quick? Literally within oh, five minutes. Of, yeah. Five minutes of him taking the shot. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Like I need to find that video do some predator control. Yeah. Hit us up. what I was thinking. I, uh, you know, that neighborhood property I got, I was just talking about um, – when I finally, like that big buck, mm-hmm. you know, I've been chasing for a couple of years, ran in across the road in front of me, and I like, dude, for two days, I was just like, dude, you got to go knock, you got to go knock. Finally knocked, and the guy was like, 
you know, yeah, you can hunt it, but we got a lot of coyotes. If you'll kill some coyotes, that'd be great. I killed four coyotes that year with my bow <laughs> off that property. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. One of them, one of them was like a frontal, like basically reverse Texas heart shot. I'll take it. <laughs> like at, Brisket at, shot. No, listen, listen at like four yards. Mm. That's how close that coyote got to me. Yeah, but he didn't like that. He had no idea I was there, dude. He's just walking right at me. I'm full draw on my knees and like it's back. It. And he <laughs> did a backflip and it's amazing gone. to me how many things how many of them things that there actually is and you like you don't hardly see them ever. Dude, I swear if you kill one, it's like they like multiply instantly. Yeah, you know? know. <laughs> they you kill one and two do. take its place. How coyotes work is when like they, yeah, they, they have like know their populations how many dropping. are in their pack. Yeah. And when one or two go missing. The females come in. They yeah, breed they like in, crazy, yeah. And then you get, you know, six or eight pups to one female. Dude, me and my dad cornered <laughs> a bunch suck, of pups man. in a cemetery one time. That sounds like the beginning of a movie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the plot line. Yeah. And we the plot the, thickens. We did the Mohican stomp on them. Mohican stomp. <laughs> yeah, That's they were little, gruesome, like, dude. little, little. Well, Teach hey. them a lesson. Yep. Don't ever come back here, dude. We were, I was hunting with Terry last week. We were walking into the woods, and we were probably only about sixty yards from our tree that we were trying to get in. And uh, Terry stops and looks up, and I look up, and I just see like twenty eyes, and I was just like. What is that? And he's like, it's a whole pack of coyotes. He's like, get your gun ready. <laughs> so I, I, started, I started freaking out. I didn't have my muzzleloader loader or nothing. I was just sitting what there loading it up. What muzzle loader? Dude, I had no clue. I was like, I'm at least going to fire up in the air. Smoke so we like, out. Hang we on. stood there. Let's just pause this right here. You have one shot, and you're going to waste it by shooting in the air? <laughs> Dude, I didn't at least take a trophy home. <laughs> yeah. you know? Dude, I started freaking out. I was like, what do, what do we do? What, what do we do? And he's like, did you bring a pistol or something? I was like, yeah. And so I like got in my, I'm shaking and I'm like loading the pistol up because I had it, didn't have it loaded. Oh Dude, my gosh. Yeah, you ever had a so pack prepared. follow you out of the woods? No. Nope. I've had one do that. What's that? Yeah. Over there at the neighborhood, man. That's eerie. Gosh. Yeah. There were so many coyotes that first year that I hunted. I mean, they came in right at last light and were like howling and like. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'll just get down and walk out. And, dude, they were, like, like yapping and barking and, like, right following me out of the woods, man. Uh, yeah, and all I had was my bow. But I'm like, you know. It'd be dude, fun I'm to, ready to rambo some. To bait some in and, like, have, like, a bucket full of tanner out and then get two or three of them in there. <laughs> have you ever seen that video, video with the pigs? Oh, oh yeah, everyone's <laughs> seen that video, man. I think that's awesome. Have, dude, you, ever, have you ever played with tanner out? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it'll muff and toll it up. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, just like have one you seen of those the, Have packs? you seen the? Uh, have you seen where they shoot like a lawnmower? Uh-uh. <laughs> There's a video. It's a lawnmower or some or a refrigerator or something. But they, it's online. They shoot it and they're videotaping it, and like a huge piece of metal comes flying at the people, <laughs> and the dude has to duck, and it like hits a tree beside him and stuff. Oh, my God. I did nuts. watch a video of some guys that tore down an old barn, and uh, they set it. Of course, they, like, opened the doors to the barn and set it in there in the middle. It was, like, 153 pounds or something. Holy cow. Oh, dude, it dropped that thing. Like, 
I seen a video about of having of like yes. a single wide trailer, mobile home, <laughs> 50 pounds leveled it. That's, dude, that stuff is awesome. Yeah, it's not fun. an explosion, it's an implosion. Is that, am I right? I don't know how. No, it works. I've watched it. It looks the, like it, it explodes to me. I, yeah, I know that, <laughs> but like the science behind it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I just know that it's cool and it's loud because I know it has to be a caliber bigger. Like it has to be so many feet per second. Yeah, for it to, to for explode. make it explode. Yeah, yeah. they have different grades. Because oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. You can get some for smaller caliber. Because I guess technically it don't ignite. Hmm. That's why I say maybe it's, it's more like the percussion, like the yeah, yeah. It's awesome though. It is cool, dude. We used to every Thanksgiving we'd buy like I don't even remember how many pounds. Dude, of we need to buy some Tannerite. Dude, we would put them in boxes and fill up the boxes with glitter and uh, confetti. <laughs> <laughs> and then you shoot it, and it and looks just like a make firework. a mess in your yard. And no, we we would go up to McMinnville and do it. We oh, went to okay. the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what kind of neighbors did you have? <laughs> not nice ones after that. Say not. But uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. We used to do that, dude. I'll tell you what's also fun <laughs> to do is uh, find a bunch of uh, uh, fire extinguishers, load those bad boys up, and shoot them. Oh yeah! You ever shot empty like propane cans or empty? Uh, <laughs> uh, you ever those? shot a full propane? <laughs> me sure. neither. No. Me neither. Mushroom uh, cloud. <laughs> like you can buy little cans of uh helium. Yeah. yeah. Like you get small helium tanks, it's pretty wild. Don't I get close. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Don't want no shrapnel. No, sir. I sure hope the ATF ain't listening. Yeah. <laughs> or HIPAA or something. That'd suck. We do it off. I mean, Tannerite's perfectly legal. Yeah, yeah, you can buy it at Dunham's. We man. want to keep it that way. That's why we're anyway. It's a lot of fun. We do enjoy it. Yes, yeah. it's a lot of fun. But uh, back to predator. We we need to get into some predator hunting after deer season. Yeah, dude, I'm down. I've always enjoyed it. I want to kill some. Pigs. I'll be doing a lot of crappie fishing in the spring, though. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want to lead up to ki- turkey. I want a nice kayak so bad, like a hobie. I'll sell you mine. I want a hobie, bro. Oh well. I'll sell you mine, then you can sell yours and get you a hobby. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a heck of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, Do you like the hobbies? I've never been in a hobby. I've got a, I mean, a, you know, Jackson dude, kayaks remember, right down the road. He said he'd hook us so. up. The one at the Deer Expo. Yeah, he did. He Is that Island Cove or something? I don't know. Matt and uh, Jaron. Yeah. No, that were their Son and father. Yep, yep. Because that was when the links well, first like come a, out. Well, he's a pro. Yeah, like kayak he's angler. Legit. Yeah. I think so a lot that's of people, a that's a beauty of going to these trade shows, man. You just meet so many yeah, people. Man. Networking. Get that. It is a lot of fun. Uh, trade shows coming up too. Ed, you gonna be hitting some trade shows with us again next year? Mm-hmm. Good deal, man. Everybody come get you a put them in one, Ed. Put them in one. Yeah, one Got to get my shirts made. There you go. Dude, that'd be fun. Trade show exclusives. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You'd have some fans that way. Yeah, come yeah. and uh, get you a Polaroid taken with the dragon. Yeah. He'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you sign it? I would probably just my regular signature. It's pretty fancy. <laughs> you wouldn't put dragon in it? Oh, well, yeah. Sorry. I <laughs> that is out. his regular I'm signature. <laughs> I don't go by anything else. <laughs> just draw a little dragon on it. Mm. Breathing fire that says, eh. I, I need to get my, my sleeve done with. A dragon. 
There you go. Dragon and a wizard or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Marlin and Poseidon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think that's a water. That I think that's like a water. <laughs> I think that's two different like uh, things too. Hey, we never clarified a land dragon, water dragon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's funny. He's a morph. He can he can do whatever. <laughs> Shapeshifter. Well, Ed, how's your season been, man? We haven't gotten to talk to you about that either. So, I went to Katusa mm. a few weeks ago. Probably the wildest experience I've had. Which, which explain what Katusa is for people that aren't listening or that are listening. It's like a, it's public, but it's draw only, right? Yeah, it's draw only. Um, thousands upon thousands. Eight thousand acres. acres, I think. Is it? I yeah. think it was more than that. No, I think it's like eighty. 8,500 acres or something like that. That's mm-hmm. huntable. Either way, it's so plenty of land for people yeah. to spread out, and you almost never see nobody, but that's not what they do. No, they that's get right on top of each other. <laughs> so It's a cluster. I had a hunt that was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is a actual explanation. It's a gigantic WMA land we got <laughs> here in Tennessee. It's about an hour from us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 45 minutes, yeah. And there are a lot of really, really big deer that are killed on that place. This yeah. year, there haven't been as yeah. many giants as there was last year. Yeah. Last year, this boy killed one that I I will die on this hill if that is a mule deer. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's probably but not the, a mule deer, but no, it's probably looked like a mule deer. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It was. I got the picture of it somewhere. I'll show it to you yeah. later. Yeah, I want to see uh, it. So it's a draw hunt only, so you can't just go up there and hunt like any other WMA. So I got there is an open two. weekend though. I think is they have a few open weekends. Yeah, uh, I think maybe three. Yeah, throughout the I feel like they do open to the public turkey hunts in the spring. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, of course, we can now kill a bear up there, mm-hmm. and like you kill pigs all day long yeah. if you're there. Bunch of pigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think uh, I saw on there a bear was killed this year. That was the first one in like 70 years. I know. It's crazy. That's the wild. First be- black bear killed up there this year. It and was then, a pretty decent bear. Yeah, killed. it was. And then a, uh, somebody killed a hog up there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's a guy There's a guy in Hendersonville uh, named Gabe Hanna. He runs the Katusa WMA um, Facebook group. But mm-hmm. he's one of our customers. Cool dude. He's come to come down to the shop several times and sent a bunch of guys our way. But yeah, Gabe's a, Gabe's a cool guy. So, but he's been he's been posting. Sorry, he's he's been posting like all the photos and stuff of like all the deer that have been killed. Yeah. So, but they've had some pretty nice ones. But from the pictures, yeah. I, I don't have social media. Social media. My tongue stopped working there for a minute. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> uh, so. Our good buddy Justin keeps me updated on all the yeah all yeah. the big deer scoop. So Thursday morning was a bust. And speaking of people piling on top of you, like literally 150 yards, this guy walked in on me. Gosh. <laughs> I gotta love it. That's I know. Like you see a truck here, dude. Go on. Goodness, dude. You got several thousand acres. He'll find a spot. But anyway, so Thursday morning, bust. Thursday evening where they have done so much logging there in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to call the TWRA out. 
y'all need to do some cleaning up on that place. Is it bad? I mean, it's 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 pretty clean, but where you log and you don't manage it, Mm -hmm. you get a bunch of growth that is super, super thick. Well, that's good. I mean, that's deer habitat. That's why it is, but you can't walk through it. Well, go around it, Dad. You can, (laughs) but. that's going to so, be your bedding areas. That's where you mm-hmm. want you want them. I'm not saying it stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we walk several hundred yards into this spot in the evening, and then we walk through all that thick crap into this gully. Perfect spot. It was clear. It was right in this gully. There was a little bit of water, plenty of acorns, um, and both sides of the hills were covered in that overgrowth. So Good bedding we, habitat, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I had a time getting up in the tree. <laughs> Kept dropping everything, and I finally dropped my rappel rope, which at the bottom half of my rappel rope was my pack, which had everything I needed to hang <laughs> in the tree. So I got pissed. I thought, screw it, I'm sitting on the ground. And uh, Bow hunting, or was this a gun? Muzzle loader. Muzzle loader, okay. So I found this tree that... Is literally is almost as wide as this table is wide. It's wow, big tree, yeah. super comfortable. <laughs> and uh, carve out a seat or something. Already carved. <laughs> it, yeah, it had this like big, someone already did it for you. They had this the big Indians curve. before him did that. Yeah, they had this big curve in it that fit my big fat back perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got in there, got comfy, and sound like a big old beech tree, maybe. Who knows? You ain't finding no tree on the beach like this. This thing is huge. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so about 2.30, this doe comes down the hill and all this thick brush. And this is so brown and so thick, you're not going to see it there unless it's moving. Yeah. And so I just happened to see something move out of my peripheral. So I look over there. She was, I don't know, probably 60 yards. Five minutes later, this spike comes through chasing her. And on Katusa, you have antler restrictions, which I'm all for antler restrictions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the way they are is either four on one side or a 15-inch spread. <clears throat> so you got you to gotta take your tape measure with you before you kill them. You got to say, hey, deer, stop. Let me yep. measure you. Hold now. Hold now. Come here. <laughs> How wide uh, you wreck? <laughs> yeah. How wide are you? Now you go about 50 yards that way and turn sideways and smile pretty. Uh, <laughs> so take boom. a picture. <laughs> yeah. Smile for the camera. The flash is loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so them two chase each other around and Justin and me, Justin was filming. Yeah. So of the group of us that hunt together, I was the only one that got drawn for that one. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was filming. He was up in the tree and my goofy self sitting on the ground. Behind <laughs> <him>. <laughs> and uh, so they pedal around and we made a mock scrape. And shout out to Dan. Like we used some of his Rickham juice on that scrape. That's good, man. I was covered out, covered in see more deer yeah i yeah. have started stinking when i walk into the woods yeah and uh <laughs> so i had that stuff sprayed on me and we sprayed some rickham on the scrape and that little spike went over there and he scraped it some more and hit the uh branch and uh fortunately we found a pretty low-hanging branch and he just rubbed his orbital all over that yeah. and that doe 
she was wound up, running all over the place. You would have thought something was chasing her, and that Spike's looking at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, he's young. He, he's just barely young enough to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they meander around for a while, walk off. A couple hours later, at the top of the hill, Justin sees a few more deer, and he thought one of them, because the sun was in our eyes on this side, mm -hmm. so all you can see really is silhouette. Mm -hmm. He thought it was a spotted pig. I thought, this is great. Got a big pig coming down the hill on me. Yeah. And uh, so a couple of the does walk off, and this spot comes down the hill. Gets six feet away from me while I'm on mm -hmm. the ground. And so... I had to sit here and think, I am the Lorax. I speak to the trees, and the trees speak with me. So I sank way down into this <laughs> tree. I'm getting as shallow as I can, which is yeah. hard for a fat guy. Yeah. And so, and he was downwind of me. Yeah. So there's no way he couldn't have smelled me had there been any unnatural scent to the deer's nose. And uh, he let out a few little grunts. He just burp, burp. And I, I could hear him crunching the acorns. That's how close he was. Yeah, I so. thought this fool was going to come right over top of me and let me pet him. And <laughs> I would have. Had he got yeah. close enough, I would have had to pet him. Until he with kicks a spike. you in the face. He might, yeah, he may have, but it would have been a cool story. <laughs> how many of you guys ever got to pet a deer while you're in the woods hunting? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got to think about these things, Wesley. <laughs> so... He ended up circling behind me, goes way around to the other side and up the hill, and I could hear him grunting. And so I get out my grunt call just for funsies, and I let out, you know, like three short bursts. Called in another buck. And Bigger he could, one or what? Mm -hmm. He was That's, a six-point. Mm, still he was, not legal. Though, he was right? broadside. He would have been if he was wide enough, but he was broadside of me, so I couldn't see how wide his rack was. Mm. And... uh so when he sees this spike, he stops dead in his tracks, and he wheezes at this spike. And the spike is giving this little sapling all kinds of heck. You can just see the top of that branch just doing like he's waving yeah. back and forth. <laughs> Look like a little toddler over there, shaking that tree. Yeah. And then they start, they blow at each other a couple times, and then they butt heads. So. Dang. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm a deer whisperer. I'm a closet deer whisperer. I didn't know this. <laughs> closet deer whisperer. <laughs> so, yeah, I can speak to the deer. It's time to come out of the closet, Ed. So. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, so it was, didn't get to kill anything. One spike, the one that got close, he was probably as big as, maybe a little bit bigger than that one we got on the table right there. Yeah. And the other one, he was just a little guy. Nice. But, uh, so didn't get to kill oh. anything that weekend. But that made for a pretty cool story. Then seen a bobcat. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't have good experiences with bobcats. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sitting on the ground. By, and Justin, how he seen that bobcat and all that thick brown crap. You, like, you guys are like the bobcat whispers, I think, you know. So, I don't think you whisper to deer, man. You whisper to them. Mm -hmm. Justin and me have wild experiences when we go into <laughs> the woods. Uh, yeah. We call it a cougar. And that's the story we're going to tell. Yeah. But our first year hunting together, we had something stalked us. Had some big old, realistically, it was probably a big dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because we had some, 
I don't know, probably tinks or something on our boots. And uh, that we've, we've seen them go, the tracks go in, and on the way out there was fresh, and they were right over top of our prints, and they weren't there to begin with. And mm. um, rumor has it there is a cougar in that area. Hmm. There and, ain't uh, no daggum cougars in Tennessee. There man. was, too, and it stalked us. That's the story we're sticking to. <laughs> <laughs> but so we go back the next morning way back in the woods. It's it's probably it's close to a mile in the woods. We was in there deep. And uh like five thirty in the morning, we're sitting on the ground. This is before we discovered saddles. Actually I think it was before Chad opened up. But uh and a ridge over, we all of a sudden hear boom, 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 boom. Somebody unloaded their mag. And about an hour later, it was probably a tree had fallen down the holler and just broke. But it sounded like somebody drove their car right off the ridge. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And so we were like, what the heck? We got to get out of here. There's too much crap happening. There's some crazy stuff but, that happened. And then like I was ambushed by that pack of coyotes and them two bobcats that one year. Remember that story? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was really a bunch of turkeys cackling. Yeah. That sounded like a bunch of coyotes yapping. Uh. But so, season's been off to a rough start. I, you know, that's the only time I've gotten to see anything. And, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I was telling Chad earlier, and I'll spare you all the details, but life's hitting pretty hard for me. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm probably going to pack it up th- for the season. Yeah. Might go another time or two. But, so, I'm probably done hunting this year. Do you have another tag for Katusa? Mm-hmm. Another? Yeah, okay. Yep. When, yep. Is, when is that? Uh, Today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Oh, dang. Mm. you just not going to go? I mean, I'm here, ain't I? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, you could go uh, tomorrow or Saturday. I, yeah. I I had planned on going tomorrow, but unfortunately, one of my youth, his mother, passed away this week, mm. so dang. I'm going to go to his funeral tomorrow. Um, Sorry to hear that, funeral. man. Uh, we, we've had a rough couple of years in, in our youth group with a couple of the kids. Uh, yeah, man. One of our youth passed away last year, and then... You know, we've had a couple go through some trauma this year. Yeah. So. That's tough, dude. Like, mm-hmm. this day and age with, like, social media and just all the junk that's out mm-hmm. there on the internet and just, and kids got it hard these days, dude. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you know, my biggest temptation growing up was the Sears catalog. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, now these kids are exposed to. Everything, dude. Literally anything they want. Yeah, dude. The, the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. My mom's preschool teacher, and uh, those kids are in there cussing like sailors sometimes. You know, and talking three about three and talking four about year olds. Sex and it's horrible. It's, it's sickening, dude. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to spend, you know, most of my time in the church, focus on that, and let me take. I won't spend the next. You know, a few months, taking a few steps back, kind of recalibrating myself and regaining my focus. Yeah, yeah man. So, and like it, it really sucks giving up hunting, but that's kind of what I felt in my spirit to do. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not giving it so, up. You're just no, you're giving it but, up for a season. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I commend you, dude. That's it's hard to do. It no, is. I mean, it's, it's just really all, hard. It, it's awesome what you're doing for yeah. other people. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I love staying these in kids, the church. Man, and uh, there's there'd been a few times in in the youth group. Um, for those of you that don't know, I, I serve in our youth group at the church I go to and have for a couple of years now. So this is what we're talking about, and uh, Chad Wesley and myself, we all three go to church together at the same place. Yep, and uh, like there's been several conversations you know the kids have come up and asked for prayer for stuff that i mean you can't even imagine a kid going through and they're sitting here telling me this and i literally i've cried harder than they have Mm yeah uh and and i'm not a crier i'm not really all that emotional and the older i've gotten the more you know kind of emotionally settled down i guess you could say the softer you get right yeah yeah in the spirit anyway Mm -hmm. yeah but uh and it's horrible yeah. what these kids go yeah, through. It's horrible what they're exposed to. And you know what? It's like this, man. It's it's really the parents' fault. These parents need to be not letting their kids be on these cell phones, mm-hmm. like on yeah. these social Like, you got to, man. Limit it. Yeah. Wake up, guys. Yeah. Take care of your kids. You know what I mean? I totally yeah, agree. you kind of, de- to a big extent, you determine your future by how you raise your kids. You determine their future. You determine the future of the world. Yeah. That's yeah. Raise your kids how you want to see the world go. Yeah. That's right. Well, that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all know that uh, social media is the devil anyway. <laughs> It really That's where is. all this the crap stems from, but anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of the devil, I feel like that's a transition we could go <laughs> yeah, off yeah. of. The, uh, <clears throat> Ed, obviously, um, you went to seminary school, correct? Incorrect. Okay, where did, what did you do? I went to a private Christian university. Seminary is a graduate school. Okay. So... Um, so it's yours like a Bible college? It's a private or? Christian university. It's not a college. <laughs> Didn't you hear him the first it's time? It's a university, Hunter, <laughs> not a college. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't a, <laughs> uh, a knock. It is a what? Yeah. What? Uh, what university was it? Mid America Christian University in Oklahoma City. I was I was waiting for you to go uh, Bible college. Yeah, yeah it's a Bible hey, college some, in Oklahoma City. There's some big bucks over in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you hunted while you were over there, but... No, I didn't get to. Would have been an awesome <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Could you quit chewing on ice right, in the so, microphone yeah, back? Yeah, ice. Son. <laughs> What's, yeah, I was literally about to say what it was. Icebreaker right there. Yeah. Hey-oh. That's but, funny. But, uh, yeah, that's where I went to college. Spent four and a half years out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, met some incredible people. Yeah. And you're right, there are some big bucks. One of my close buddies lives in like a higher end suburb yeah uh but there's some giants running around them suburbs or not a suburb uh what subdivision subdivision that's the word i was trying to get out yeah um this redneck is up on his roof practicing his bow right there in the middle (laughs) of a a rich neighborhood yeah that's how dedicated this guy is yeah i give it to him but so I spent four and a half years out there, got a degree, a multi-disc bachelor's. So I got a 
bachelor's in theology with an emphasis in pastoral care. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, for all the listeners who don't know, uh, Cruiser stands on the Lord. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, this is uh, not just a company, but it's a company who has an emphasis on showing some light of who Jesus is. Yeah. And um, I had a question for Ed a little while back, and I'm glad I finally get to talk to him about it. But we want to talk about um, is hunting biblical? And it was kind of funny because I <clears throat> I texted you and I asked you to share the <laughs> your notes to me. And his response to me up, was, <laughs> uh, his response to me was, uh, you're going to do your own research and then we're going to talk about it. So uh, I want you to start off first. Mm-hmm. So uh, based off of the question that I asked you, what did you find biblically of, you know, not just about <clears throat> is, uh, you know, hunting biblical, but is it a sin? Uh, are we allowed to do this? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what did you find? So, and feel I, free to take your phone in if you have notes. What I found, you know, is hunting biblical? No. Okay. That's not true. I just wanted to raise some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you know, Ed, you're wrong. Say, we we, we I just found wanted to make some mirrors. Like, what book like, were you reading, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, hunting is biblical. Yeah. So, this mic's in the way. I can't see my tablet. So your phone tablet, mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing's ridiculous. So this comes from uh, Genesis chapter nine, uh, and I'm just going to read up to verse five. And honestly, this one verse alone will kind of answer the question. And yeah, I mean, if you want to get like super in depth, cut and dry, it really shuts down the whole argument. Okay, so I'll read the context. And I'll give you a little backstory on what's happening here. So in this chapter, it's after the flood. Mm-hmm. So when Noah, his family, and all them critters hop off the boat, yep. uh, this is kind of what God and, Moses, or God and Noah are dealing with. And he says, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. The fear of the terror of... Hang on, I can't read. The fear of you and the terror of you will be on every beast of the earth and on every bird of the sky. With everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea into your hand, they are given. And here's the verse I was talking about. It's Mm -hmm. verse 3. Everything moving that is alive shall be food for you. I give all to you as I gave the green plant. So... And I kind of want to point out that where he said, as I gave yeah. the green plant, that's past tense. So he's referring to, you know, back when Adam and Eve, you know, we weren't in the garden, right? In the yeah. garden. So from what I've read, it doesn't really say that you know, we, we were supposed to be eating meat. Yeah. You know, we weren't even supposed to be clothed or mm. know that there's something else besides good. Yeah. You know, the whole idea of death is it's not a natural occurrence. Yeah. It's not it's something, a fall, a fall from God. Yeah, it's it's death is literally a a thing of the enemy. Yeah. It's a consequence that we have to bear. Yeah. And uh so he says everything that living, moves. 
moving and alive is for food. Yeah. And there were many great hunters for the Lord. Like Isaac, his two sons, mm-hmm. uh, Jacob and Esau. Esau was a hunter. Yeah. yeah, Jacob, he stayed in the house with Mama, but uh, <laughs> he was a little. Uh, yeah, he was the gatherer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, and you can find it in Jeremiah, Isaiah, obviously Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of the Old Testament is filled with hunting. Yeah, yeah, and hunting for the Lord, and like all these big teachers, big prophets, uh, like Moses, Noah. Obviously, Jacob have people that like, hey, go hunt for us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I mean, with that one verse, you know, I kind of say like, yeah, hunting's biblical. Yeah. You know, God told told us at, at the reset of humanity with after Noah, like, go out and kill. Yeah. No, I agree. The um, well, shoot, Dane, here we go. The uh, something else I was finding because I was trying to find like multiple different verses that talk about it. And that was the main thing when I was just like Googling things. That was what it was talking about mm-hmm. was that verse. In, you didn't know all this off the top of your head? No. Nope. What kind nope. of biblical He's a scholar hater. are you? He's a heathen. <laughs> hey, you heathen better get back in the church house. <laughs> He's a heathen. The, uh, but something I've, uh, and, and, you know, I, I really enjoy Proverbs, but one of the things that it says in Proverbs 12, verse 27, is lazy people don't cook the game they catch but the diligent make use of everything they find, mm-hmm. which obviously, you know, that's talking, I think, a lot outside of uh, of hunting itself. But if you take that from the context of really just hunting in general, it's just like the moment go, going off of like it, it is hunting a sin. I think one of the things that is important for us is anything that we do kill, we should eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and to take it... Uh, yeah. I ain't well, going mean, to eat a spider when I kill it in my house, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, obviously. But, <laughs> no. You know, but as far as, like, game, I think it's important for us. If if we're not – if you hunt to kill and only to kill – like, hunting for horns I don't think is wrong. I think the moment that you kill something and you don't eat it is when it becomes a problem, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would say I've read anything that speaks against – yeah. You know, not eating what you kill. Uh, just kind of ethically. Yeah. I'm, ethically I'm not for, like, I don't condone trophy hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just out there trying to get a rack and you're not going to eat the meat, uh, you're doing I, I'm it just going to say, you're, you yeah, don't, no, you don't need to be hunting. That's unethical. That's my yeah, point. No, I'm going to die on that hill. So, I mean, if we get hate for that, sorry, but not really. Uh, that's why it's it's super important to to make an ethical shot. Yeah, I mean I, I've seen a lot of a lot of deer wounded, and now let's be honest with ourselves. Adrenaline is a powerful chemical. Yeah, it's a powerful and, drug. Yeah, <laughs> and when when you get when you see a big rat coming in and you get your head and veins full oh, of yeah, adrenaline. Oh, yeah, you'll black out. Some people you black will. out, man. Yeah. I've blacked out. I'm like, what in the world? Sure, I'm and, blacking uh, out today. <laughs> so, I mean, you do, we do have to take that into account. That was I mean, from the Little Debbies, Wesley. Don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be hating on Little Debbie. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, Oatmeal so cream pie comas, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's super, super important just from ethics. Because uh, yeah, you, you are dealing with a life. 
It yeah. might be a an good animal. Person, dude. Yeah. It may be an animal, but it still is a living, breathing thing, and you should respect it. Yeah. I'm not saying give it a funeral and you yeah, know, all no, that bull crap. No, but take a moment and realize that you've taken a life and, and, and just do, pay it a little bit of respect and realize what it's about to do for you. It's about yeah. to feed your family. And yeah. if, if you don't eat the meat and all you do is trophy hunt, you know, I'm not contradicting myself when I say this, but that's fine. But you better at least, at minimum, give the meat to somebody. Yeah, yeah donate it. Uh, we were talking about that last week. Yeah. There's hunters for the hungry. Yeah, there's yeah. hunters for the hungry. Give that meat away. Don't sit there and let that thing go. Now, there's Man. unfortunate situations that, you know, you can't really avoid it. Like, you know, you talked about earlier, that guy, I guess it was on an Instagram video or something like that. You know, within a few minutes, coyotes got to it. That's nature. Yeah, it's but there's a, there's another ham on the deer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's just ate one. <laughs> and then, well, well, I got a I got a story from that uh, that I really want to tell. There was some I hunted South Dakota last year, mm-hmm. and there were some guys that were camped across from us, and they were some shady characters to say the least. But. uh we all were kind of hunting around the same area, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys, we kind of knew where they were hunting at. Well, anyway, one of them kills a giant buck. I mean, like a probably a 170, you know, class yeah. 10, 12 pointer, whatever. And, um, you know, he shoots it the night before, can't find it. He goes, they go out the next day and, and track it and they actually find it. He actually killed it. Good for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they come flying into the gum campground, like, you know, bat out of Hades. Yeah. And they literally, it's, it's South Dakota at this time. It was like October 1st opening weekend for out of staters. Um, it was like 75, 80 degrees, like throughout the day. And this day was no different. And they literally left that deer in the bed of the truck all day long. Gosh. All day long. So guarantee the cape was ruined. Yeah. There's no there's no mountain with that cape on it. Yeah. Meat was absolutely ruined. It's probably yeah. green at that point. And they just like are driving it around like showing it off, you know, like it's a trophy. Like yeah. you know. That's gosh, unethical. That's terrible, dude. But that's all it was to them. Yeah. It was a trophy. That's exactly all it was. Yeah. But but I hate seeing that. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. And, and I think that's something that's important for us to just talk about in general. It's just the fact that us hunters have a responsibility when we take a life. Well, also, we get so much slack from the anti-hunter group. I mean, oh, yeah. I see st- I know they come out of the woodwork, man, and comment on photos and videos. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you don't like it, unfollow. Like, yeah. like quit, you know? Yeah, well, I think the thing that's frustrating, too, is it's like I don't think people really realize that I would say at least 95% of people who hunt, hunt to feed, you know? And we are the conservationists Yes, in this world. Yes. There would be no animals, period, yeah. without hunters. Ethical yeah. deer hunting is more ethical than how you get your commercial-grade chicken Correct. and beef. Beef, yeah, yeah. And, and pork. Yeah. And pork. Don't forget I about agree. the other white meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, hunting's biblical, but common sense says you need to do it 
as ethically as possible. Yeah. Uh, don't be making foolish shots. Don't be shooting through the brush. Don't rush. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah, you got to make a quick shot, but you can still make a quick shot well. Yeah. Uh, and if you did your best and you still miss, I mean, it's not the end of the world. If you wound one, that sucks. That's one of the misfortunes mm-hmm. about hunting. Yeah. You're going to miss. You're going to wound. You're going to spook. Especially bow hunting, man. Bow hunting yeah. is a game of inches, and it's it's it is really hard to kill a deer with a bow, man. Yeah. So it it's really important to make sure your your bows, muzzle loaders, and rifles are all sighted in. Make sure you're accustomed to it, how it shoots. That way, you can make the best ethical shot. And yeah, even yeah. if, like I said, if you're still hunting ethically, your stuff sighted in. Bad shots happen. Yeah, uh, it's out of adrenaline, so man. The dump yeah. is it's real like buck fever, mm-hmm. man. So, but I mean, it's a you know I think you owe it to the animal you owe it to the to yourself be the best you can be when you go into the woods mm-hmm. man like mm-hmm. you know I agree because you're wasting if you if you're not you're going in and you're wasting a lot of time yeah. right yeah. you you're just wasting time yeah you don't get time back so I agree but yeah and there was something else too I was doing when I was doing some research and I thought this was just you know, interesting in general. Hunting can be an idol. And I think it's important for any person who's a believer and who's not a believer as well, that the moment we idolize hunting over the Lord, it immediately becomes a sin. And it's important for us to keep that in mind, that that shouldn't be our number one focus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty funny. One of the articles I was reading was talking about just like, uh, during season do you go to church on Sunday you know it like asked it as a question like yep. you know that's something we should keep in mind when we're I've wake up my- at 6 a.m. or 3 a.m. whatever are, are, are we going in the woods or to spend time with the Lord or are we going to the woods to get a cup of trophies what what's the the intentions behind it you know yeah. I'll, well I'll obviously make- the intention is to kill a deer but I mean yeah. you can t- take that time yeah to to draw yourself closer to the lord you know you're yeah. out in his creation yeah and i don't and, think we have to be he, in church in order no, to no, spend no, no. time with them no but i do think uh, you know it does it does the bible does say don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together you know and mm-hmm. that's you know yeah what church is like yeah. assembling yeah. of ourselves I but i was going to bring that up uh for me like i may hunt Two or three Sundays a year, mm-hmm. or a season. Well, uh, our our Sundays or our church, we don't do a Sunday evening, so mm-mm. I hunt mm-hmm. Sunday evenings quite a yeah. bit. Yeah, well, I, but I go to I a small like, group yeah. on Sundays. Okay. So, like, had I not gone to a small group, yeah, I'm in the woods Sunday evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But I, agree. I do that one because I just really enjoy Christian community. A hundred percent. And if you are devout Christian, you. You people know that it's hard to find solid Christian community. Yeah, absolutely. And even a, a lot of people in the Christian community aren't as devout as they say they are, mm-hmm. which is uh You're either a, a you're either thing. hot or you're cold. If you're warm, yeah. well, he'll spit Luke you out warm, of his yeah. mouth. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't hunt on Sundays because I enjoy going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, too, you know, like Chad quoted the Bible does, I do not forsake the assembly. Yeah. of the saints and uh 
you know, that's that's the second big reason I, I don't hunt on Sunday mornings. Is yeah. That's when like, I don't like going to church on Saturday nights. And fortunately, our church does offer that. Uh, so I just, I don't know. There's something about Sunday mornings I just enjoy. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a tradition. Yeah, a tradition, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's when I choose to take my Sabbath is on a Sunday. So that's when I go to church. That's when I, I spend time with my Christian community. Yeah. And I just don't like hunting. Yeah, I'm sort of, sort of the same thing. I, you know, I do hunt some Sunday evenings, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't miss ch- church to go hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only way I'd miss church to go hunting is if, like, that big boy yeah. <laughs> in my neighborhood it's is like, he something. was there Saturday night, and I need to get out. And, like, yeah, I'm like, hey, I got to go, you know. The yeah. Lord put him there <laughs> for me to go in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And there is there is a lot of people, you know, as soon as deer season, turkey season, you know, some people get goofy and like squirrel season, something, <laughs> any yeah. kind of hunting season. A lot rats. of people are like, well, boys, it's deer season. Y'all ain't going to see me at church house till after January. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not right. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Uh, so. Well, that's making it an idol, like Wesley said, yeah. which mm-hmm. you can do that with anything. Yeah. We but it can happen have, with us, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing to keep in mind. Hunter, yep. Hunter what do you think? I think you are correct. Yeah, I've just been <laughs> soaking it up. He's I mean, soaking it in. Everything I've talked about, of course, I've talked about and you know thought of myself. Yeah, being because I don't, I don't, I don't hunt on Sundays. Yeah. I mean, I hunt like Chad said. I hunt yeah, some Sunday evenings, but I don't hunt Sunday mornings ever because yeah. we got uh, Sunday school starts at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't can't get in the woods and I mean and I'm that ain't enough time and I'm like Ed anyways I don't I enjoy being at church on Sunday morning yeah man yeah I'm a pretty big creature of habit so I love waking up early on Sunday morning drinking my coffee sitting down reading for a minute and you know relaxing I may catch some TV or something and then I like going to church but like I said I'm a creature of habit so but I do uh when you were saying, you know, not making an idol over the Lord, I mean, I've known people very close to me, you know, have a lease or whatever, and it, you know, they're Christians. If something happened, they lose it, or, you know, they realize that they've been putting that in front of their, you know, Christian duties. Yeah. And then looking back, you know, expressing to me, they're like, I think that's why. Yeah. I think that it, I was. Why he lost it, yeah. I think that's why. That's where he missed it, you know. You know, and now he's thankful. Yeah. You know, and I think we all, I mean, not just with hunting, with anything, you know, we've all, I'm sure we've all been guilty of it. I know I have. Yeah. You know, I definitely have. Not just hunting, but. Other things into just stuff in general. Right. I know. Of being a businessman in this business, yeah. it's like sometimes I'm just like solely focused on it above all else, and it's and the world that we live difficult. in too. It's just it's very easy to to stray away. It's just so ungodly. I mean, yeah. it's the world would tell you to put your business in front of your relationship with the Lord. Oh every yeah, day. or my yeah. wife or my kids. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah. hey, you know, I've done it, and then realize like, what am I doing? 
Yeah. Like, I got a family. I got a wife. I got, you know, got a heavenly father who loves me and like he's going to provide and yeah. and give me all I need anyways. Why am I working so hard to, you know? Yeah. But appease I, everyone else. Right, and then it's yeah. really, it's like, you know. And it's really not, I don't know how else to say it. I guess it does kind of get easier as you get older mm-hmm. or not easier, but you, you realize well, the more important things. Yeah. you The just, important thing in your life. Yeah. I've noticed like, I just don't care what people think about me anymore. And a lot of it, like growing up and, and stuff, you, you really pay attention to that. Oh, like, yeah. I still do to a certain degree and I try not to. I don't care what anyone thinks I know, about I know. <laughs> Nobody does, but they do. Yeah. You do a little bit. I don't. As, as some way, some shape or form. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and no, I get that. Well, I think too, you know, it, it, with us talking about this in general of just, um, you know, idolizing things and how easy it is to stray away from the Lord, I think it's important that it, it makes it even more important for us to stay diligent in staying in the Word, 100%. if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, uh, consistently... And Pastor Bobby, shout out to him. He does a great job at it. But read your Bible, you know, actually spend time with him. It says draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. Exactly. Seek first the kingdom and all all other things will be added unto you. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, if you indulge yourself in the Lord and in the Word, yeah. I mean, possibilities are endless, man. Oh, I know. Man, he'll open up your eyes to... A lot of things, man. He'll, and open he'll, doors. He'll man. bless you. Open yeah. open doors. Yeah, it's yeah. It's may wild. not be the the doors you want that them you necessarily <laughs> yeah. want or the time frame. Yeah, or but you know like what? That, but you God's know what? Timing is perfect. That's yeah. right. And you look back on it, and it's like I didn't need what I wanted. Yeah. I needed what He actually gave to me. Yeah, you know. So That's I totally agree with that. He'll always give you what you need, not what you. Not necessarily what you, know, you think you need. Yeah, I feel this, you know, pretty necessary to say. Say it, Ed. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> it is grossly easy to make a hypocrite mm-hmm. of oneself. And if one is going to publicize their faith, mm-hmm. and I say publicize broadly, it could yeah. be in your friend group. It could be in your work community, uh, your church community, uh, your business platform. So one better make darn sure to practice what they preach yeah, and live up to the standards and ethics that they preach yeah. and even higher. Because um, we're going to be held to a higher standard. Yeah, I, I do believe you will be judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, there it, will be a day everyone comes. Lord warned us about that. Well, yeah. I, I and, mean, I, uh, I heard a, uh, I, you know, like you got the Holy Bible app or whatever. I was watching a little thing the other day, and it said that uh, Christians are more detrimental to the gospel than anybody. Yeah, they are, or can be. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I never really thought of that, but 
I've thought about that a lot, and I, I mean that's very true. Reddit, I've, yeah. Like I've made a pretty devastating hypocrite of myself on a lot of avenues. Oh man, we oh, all I have too. And, uh, I have too. You know, because uh, granted, when a, a lot of people who met me after I came back, because I fell away from the Lord after college, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I did all my wild days. You know, I I fell off, did some, did and became all that I swore I'd never do and be. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I still, you know, preached the gospel, you know, not on a stage or nothing, but just in my daily living. And uh, it is utterly embarrassing when you preach one message or the other, and then you look back and be like, oh, I don't live this. Yeah. And when you do that to a non-Christian, I mean, that is absolutely foolish. Mm-hmm. And I've done that a lot. Yeah. And that is horrible. And I've had to do a lot of healing from that in my own life. You know what, though, Ed? Mm-hmm. The moment you ask for forgiveness, you take, it, man. You take Lord this step forward. Lord is very quick to forgive. That's right. He's graceful. And, uh, so, you know, I say it's 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 important to, to make sure you practice what you preach. Yeah, 100%. You know, for, for me personally, how I choose to do that is like, I'm trying to cut out all the junk. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I'm stepping back from Cut the fat year. off, brother. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be out there, you know, cussing like a sailor and out there acting a fool, uh, telling dirty jokes or whatever. You know, am I still guilty of telling a poor joke here and there? Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't like cussing to begin with, so it's easy for me not to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, because it... it at this season of our world, how you live your life is going to be crucial. It's important, man. Yeah. And what what you do now? This is this is a pretty loaded statement I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. But what you do or what you say could make or break the Christian faith for somebody. Mm-hmm. You may be the only Bible someone ever reads, and that's true. Yeah, you may so, be the yeah, exactly. So you know, I say this challenge not to. Not just to myself, but to all of us since we've broadcasted our faith. Yeah. Is make sure we're living up to what we're preaching. Amen, brother. So, you know, be the same away from the mic as you are on the mic. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Well, cool, man. Was there anything uh anything else anybody wants to say? I'll say this, man. If uh, if you ever need anyone to pray for you, if you ever need prayer at all, reach out to one of us, man. Like yeah. we're we're uh, call the shop. We'll get you hooked up with somebody if you got questions about God if, or the Bible or anything. We'd love to talk to you about it and uh, you know help yeah. you out. Send us an email or set mm-hmm. you set you in the right direction. You know, that's right. Servants, not lords. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't have social media or any of that bull crap. No, but so I got Ed's phone if, numbers. If you, yeah. do, if you do need me for whatever reason, Ed slash Dragon, all these boys got my number. They'll set you up with me if you need something. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Well, uh, Ed, appreciate you being on the podcast, man. My Chad, you as well. Hunter, it's a pleasure as always, man. <sighs> my pleasure, my bad. Heck yeah, man. Well, uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Cut!